Hello and welcome everyone to episode 58. Formerly known as the Project Tech Gaming Podcast, we are now the Gaming Duo Podcast. I'm your host for this week, Kelvin Rallone, and I'm joined by co-host Robert Garcia. If you're new to the show, we are the podcast that provides profound and engaging discussions on the latest gaming news every Friday at 7 a.m. Eastern Time. Rob, how you been? Doing pretty good, man. Uh, it's been quite a week. I feel like there's a lot happening that later this week with all yeah. the games coming out. For sure, yeah. It's 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 a hectic week because we have so many games to play, and I'm I'm stoked. I have I mean, again, we have uh, Elden Ring coming out, and then we have actually what tom- is it tomorrow? No, if you re- if you're watching this right now, um, Horizon Forbidden West came out already. Came out so, right. Which is which is pretty dope. So I'm excited for that. I'm excited to play that, and yeah, I'm I'm ready. Yeah, I mean, I've never played a Horizon game before. This would be the this is gonna be my first Horizon game I've ever played. Mm. So I'm excited. I hear I've only heard good things about the series, so I'm actually gonna jump in and see what it's about. Obviously, Elden Ring. Everyone I feel like has played Souls games. Yeah, for sure. So and I know we're gonna talk about Elden Ring quite a bit today. So yeah, let's do it. So. Yeah, we're going to be talking about quite a few things today. We have a jam-packed episode today. So before we get into the news, though, we have some awesome news. Our website right now is live. If you're listening to this right now, our website is currently live. So head on over to GamingDuelPod.com to get the latest episodes, uh, leave a review, find us on social media, or your favorite podcast service. So we're excited for that, and uh, you know, I just want you guys to check it out and let us know how it is. That is GamingDuelPod.com gamingduopod.com i like it has a nice like like say to it you know i like it like a nice little ring to it it's easy to say gamingduopod.com yeah uh so rob let's get into the news so for this week we're going to be talking quite a few things here but first the first news for today is we touched up a little bit about it uh, earlier just now. Horizon Forbidden West reviews. Sony has done it again. So Horizon Forbidden West releases this Friday, which if you're watching this, it came out already. Uh, remember, we are recording this particular episode on Wednesday. So just letting you guys know, this is a couple days before what you're listening to. Um, so if you don't know what Horizon is, because some people don't, uh, Horizon Forbidden West is its predecessor to 2000, 2017's Horizon Zero Dawn, an action role-playing game developed by Sony's first-party studio, Guerrilla Games, and released on February 28th. And it follows Aloy, which is a young hunter in a, in a post-apocalyptic sci-fi world overrun by machines, and basically you're just trying to find answers to what happened in her past. Um, so this game has gotten pretty decent reviews so far. So let's take a look at what it's gotten so far at Metacritic. It is at 89. Game GameSpot gave it an 8 out of 10. And they say, quote, Horizon Forbidden West does a lot more right than it does wrong. It might be jam-packed with stuff to see, do, know, and remember. But when it's when when its main system comes together, it, it can be beautiful, exciting, delightful, open-world experience. The story that drives you through the frontier is often well told and does well to center actual characters rather than action audio logs and while the map is littered with icons it's much more it's much more often that they're fun skillfully crafted diverse and then random busy work to fill a checklist end quote uh, another one here from kotaku this uh kotaku has this to say about horizon 2 i thoroughly enjoyed Her- horizon forbidden west as i expected anyone who loves open world rpgs will thoroughly enjoy it as well 
But despite getting a kick out of the fighting robot dinos, despite the enthralling time sink of machine strike, despite finding myself uh, revenous to return to this rich, inspired open world, I can't shake how plainly Forbidden West misses the one philosophical through, uh, through line that helped its predecessor ascend to greatness. Sometimes a question is more interesting than the answers. Rob, with all this said, what is your take on for, uh, Horizon Forbidden West? And are you looking forward to playing the game? I know we talked about it a little bit earlier. Yeah, I'm definitely excited to get my hands on Horizon Forbidden West. I don't know for what reason I wasn't into the original. I, I didn't try the original. Maybe that's why I should have gave it a chance. Yeah. But whatever they did for the marketing of this game definitely caught me. Mm-hmm. I actually, I, I think the the time where I got caught, where they got me was when I was watching the PlayStation Direct, whatever it's called. I remember the name. Of it. <laughs> don't forget that. Yeah, Direct yeah, PlayStation um, Showcase. Oh, State of Play. State of Play. State of Play. State of Play. They show like a 12-minute trailer of gameplay for Forbidden West. And that's when I was like, this game actually looks pretty sick. I want to play this game. And I feel like most developers should do that. Like that's what gets people to want to play these games is they want to see the actual gameplay a couple of months before it's actually coming out to get you excited. They don't want to see, you know, CGI trailers and just like little tiny clips, kind of like Pokemon Arceus. Remember how it was Mm. just, you know, so Mm -hmm. that's what got me to play wanting to play this game. And people do not shut up about the first one. People love the first game. So it seems like this is a better iteration of that game. So why not? Yeah. I mean, Without its faults, right? The, the game did have its issues, but I think for Horizon Forbidden West, I think it lines with what my expectations were, right? Because uh, I knew like Guerrilla Games had something special here, and I I knew that they had something to prove, right? With the first one being so great, Horizon Forbidden West had to be bigger and better, right? Which I think they clearly made, um, based off of what we've seen, what we've read. The game looks bigger. The game looks better. So I love that everyone is talking about how Horizon 1 introduced, like all the things that Horizon 1 introduced. Now Horizon 2 is making them better. And it, it's shaping the form of what Horizon 1 made, which, you know, so that that's my thing. Um, so obviously, if you enjoyed the first one, you're going to most likely enjoy the sequel. Um, and that that's, that's what I'm interested about you because you haven't played the first one. So I'm interested to see what you think when you play Horizon 2 just to see like what you get out of that game, because there's obviously going to be a lot of things from the first one that I'm going to know about. I'm going to remember, I'm going to play like the the, the different play styles and stuff that I remember. I'm going to probably know based off of horizon two. So I'm, I'm interested to see what you think about it, but regardless, uh, game looking amazing. looks beautiful. Right. And it, the majority of what the reviews are saying is that that's exactly, it's a gorgeous exactly. game. It's a gorgeous, it's a gorgeous game. game, but it has its faults. Um, I'm, I'm hearing that there's a lot of issues, or not a lot of issues, but there's some issues with uh, climbing where it's not really open world in a sense, but it but it kind of misguides you where everything you think you, you could climb everything can't, you climb. can't. Yeah, yeah a lot of games have that issue. Yeah, but everyone has to always compare it to Breath of the Wild. So it's <laughs> we can literally climb like everything. That. Yeah, that or game ruined everything. everything. Exactly. We'll so. That. And that and that's the thing with that game, right? So it, it's hard to deviate from that. But based off of what we've seen so far, like this game is looking, you know, ex, you know, exceeding expectations from what it looks like. And the story is one one of the things that I've been kind of worried about. I'm because for me, I think the story for part one was interesting enough up until a certain point where it, it took a left turn for for good for like good reasons. When I got to like half, I think it was a, a little bit midway half of the game. 
I was like, okay, oh, oh, wow, th this really took a, sh a, a sharp turn here. Like, I like what they're doing here. Like, this is something completely I did not expect, right? Right. And from and what I'm hearing, it does the same thing for part two. I think what I'm going to try and do for this game is I'm going to try a story run because I feel like a lot of games now, especially the open world games, they try to distract you from mm -hmm. the story. Mm -hmm. So I want to just do a run where I'm just playing a story. And the last time I played a game from this company is, is Killzone. And for what I remember, the story is pretty forgettable. Like, I don't really remember the stories oh, yeah. that happened in that game. So I'm kind of afraid that Horizon Forbidden West is going to take that same route and this story might become forgettable. But getting there is what you remember, right? Mm -hmm. the, the, the journey to beating the game is is what you remember, not necessarily the, the whole plot of the game. Right. So we'll have to see i i think that is probably another weak point of the game as i hear the story is just okay nothing spectacular really i've heard of the opposite i've heard it's pretty good okay i i've heard from uh, there's mixed things about the story is is what i'm hearing okay. you know it's no it's no last of us one but it's not i don't want to say i was going to say a game that i that mm, no, i'm not gonna say <laughs> so yeah i i think it's we'll have to see i think based off of what we've read it looks like the game is improving on everything else as far as far as climbing goes like even now you can get into like underwater territory which is awesome and just everything looks bigger everything looks better everything looks gorgeous so i think i'm i'm, ex I'm excited to play this game I'm, I'm hoping it kind of exceeds my expectations um but so you know guerrilla games they, they, they've come a long way when you talk about Killzone, right do you think they will continue to build upon horizon or do you ever see them going back to Killzone and actually kind of using what they've learned from Horizon and implementing that into a Killzone game. Last time Killzone, I mean, a Killzone game was the f PS4, I want to say. It was a launch title for PS4. It was the last Correct. Killzone game. I don't really Pre Horizon. Like, huh? No. Pre Horizon, keep that in Pre -Horizon, mind. Pre Horizon, right. Do, do, is there still a Killzone fan base? Maybe, but I think. Horizon has taken the world by storm compared to Killzone. Mm. I think Pe Horizon's a much, much more accessible game sure. than Killzone is, right? Killzone just go out and shoot things, and it's it's a cool world where Horizon kind of features everything. It's got freaking mechanical dinosaurs. You can't compete with that. You can't Sorry, Killzone. That, you just can't. And that's the thing. But I think it's weird. They can't kind of go backwards, right? Even though they, if they, if they were to go back to kill zone and really improve upon it and make this like a triple a flagship title for Sony, it, it'd be weird for them to go into that direction because they've already made their stone, like their stepping stone with horizon, right? To go back to kill zone, their older, like flat, like older title that they've worked on before. I feel like it's just going backwards in terms of quality for them too. You know, in terms of like, where they're supposed to be heading up. Cause I feel like all these Sony uh, flagship game, uh, companies, right. They, they're always striving to move forward and push forward. You know, I think the only way Killzone comes back is as, as a live service game. That's no, how it comes back. You're out your mind. You think so? It, if it become, yeah, that's they're What are you going to do another multiplayer shooter? Killzone. Yeah. That, you know, I, I just don't see, I, I just think people, might play it more play it or play it more often if it's a live service game that mm. you know decides to bring back they I, might I, do it they could do it granola games like yeah i mean I, I think about what they've gathered and learned 
just based off a of story itself and see them adding that to a Killzone game. You know, like I can uh, see them. They, they, they had a decent, um, you know, they, they, I think the, stu- the, the story was terrible, was trash for Killzone, but I think the, the shooting mechanics. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like keep, I- implement that into live service, just kind of like Apex did. Titanfall, great games. But guess what? They didn't really sell well. People, they kind of dropped it, but they implemented those games mechanics mm. in Apex. So they kept the mechanics alive, which is the strong, what was the strong point of Titanfall. Maybe they could do the same for Killzone. Maybe not call it even Killzone. Maybe call it even something else, but keep those mechanics in a similar kind of, you know, graphical style that like Killzone was and basically give it a, a rebirth. In a sense, I think you're onto something here, man. I kind of like that. It might, it might, you might, you're right. It, it, it could be, it could very well be something where if they've added this as a live service and maybe scrap the whole kills on lore, but just kind of keep the characters because I think the characters are kind of I- iconic, right? Like you have like the, like, you know, like the, whatever they're called Colonel Raddick. I forget their yeah, name. Yeah. They, they, they're kind of iconic in Sony's like house here. So I think that would be pretty cool. I don't know. I think that'd be dope. Um, real quick though, before we move on, um, Sony has launched a play and plant program. Um, for those interested in saving the planet, if you purchase Horizon Forbidden West, each player that earns a trophy reach the daunt in the game, Sony will donate one tree to a forest restoration project. The reached the daunt trophy is earned automatically early in the game, so you can't miss it. Basically, so the promotion ends March twenty fifth, or until all three restoration projects are completed. Pretty cool, right? I mean, what do you that think? That gives me more of a reason to play Horizon. That feels pretty good. If I knew I'm playing a game and I just planted a tree or Sony planted a tree or, or whatever, Guerrilla Games uh, planted a tree, I feel pretty good about that. That's all in the comfort of your home. Fantastic. I love that so much. That's probably my favorite thing yet about the game. Well, that's not all, Rob, because they Sony also announced they're going hard with this promotion here, you know. Um, Horizon has a partnership, or I'm sorry, Sony has a partnership with Lego to bring us a tall neck brick model as part of their Lego sets for adults. Measuring over 13.5 inches high, the Lego set also includes Aloy minifigure featuring her bow and spear and a watcher with either blue, yellow, or red eyes. And it's a total of 1,222 pieces. This will be set to release May 22nd for $80. Does that tickle your fanny? Because it does for me. Oh yeah, I, I mean, I, I already I buy Lego sets already. I have one. I have the Infinity Gauntlet. I still have. Which it you set up never yet. fucking made, by the way. You promised listen, everybody you would make it, and we're still waiting. Listen, it's gonna have to take a long weekend for me to set those things up, but I'm gonna get it. I'm 100. percent I'm not really a, obviously a Horizon fan, but the way that thing looked, it looked sick. And mm-hmm. 80 bucks, not terrible for yeah. a Lego set that that big. I think I think that's not a bad deal. Now, is this, are you going to be able to get this thing pretty easily at launch? I don't know. That's a good question. Yeah, I don't know. It might be difficult to get, but I am all for it because you, you put Sony into anything, a fucking cereal box, I'm going to fucking chew that shit up. If I, I don't care. You know what I mean? Like That, to me, brings me my, it brings my attention. I'm like, okay, cool. You, you're making a Lego set of X you know, game like for, from Sony? Like, yeah, I'm buying that. It looks pretty cool. So I'm excited for this. And just to kind of display it in the back, like I think that looked pretty cool. 
Um, real quick though, before we get back into the next uh, news, I did want to point out that I forgot to mention uh, they also going back to Horizon Forbidden West. I know that a lot of people were also talking about the combat system in the game, which you haven't played, but the first one feels good, but it kind of feels clunky in some parts, right? And I feel like that was probably one of the issues that I've had with the game, mainly because the story was great. I th- I thought the the gameplay itself felt great, but then when you get into the fighting, into the combat, it just felt very uh, clunky, not fleshed out enough. So I'm happy to hear that a lot of that has been resolved, but it still isn't like perfect, you know. So that's worse or better than a game like Uncharted's fighting system combat. Mm, yeah, yeah. Uncharted's I don't know. It's weird. I feel like it's. Yeah, it's hard to get to transition to from open world to mm. I think the last game to do it extremely well was Last of Us. Last mm. of Us does the from yeah. exploring to combat very well. So yeah. I, I can't really know. I don't know another a lot of games that actually do that. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Rob, uh, let's get into the news number two here. Capcom teasing an announcement with live countdown. So alongside Along with the tease countdown on Capcom's website, which, by the way, was garbage. Did you did you see that? It was like a history thing, right? Yeah, it was a history thing. It was just an yeah, update for the, just, for the website. Yeah. Um. So it was it, it was it was on. Damn gamers reading into shit, you know. But that's not it, man. We still got some speculation to do because we are still on for February twenty first. There's still that countdown teaser that Capcom has been showing off this week, and we're days away. So. What do you what do you think can actually be announced? Like what 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 do we expect that day? Everyone is saying Resident Evil Four remake. Okay. Everyone and their mother is saying that, which would be awesome. Um, I don't know if it's DLC for Resident Evil Village. I don't I don't see it being that. Just because what else are you going to add at this point? And I feel like typically Resident Evils don't really do DLC like that. Um, okay. Especially this far out, I you think don't think the, a village DLC would make sense. I don't that was a very would, popular I game. I don't know if anyone would be as excited as a Resident Evil Four remake. Mm, see, I feel like I'm probably not gonna. Did I'm you beat Village? I did. Yes. Okay. I beat yeah. Four. I beat Village. I just, for me, Resident Evil Four was great. But why do I need another one? Why do I need a remake? Why do you need a Metal I thought Gear the game Solid? Was- why, why, why do you need a Metal Gear Solid remake? Because the game felt clunky. Resident Evil 4 did not feel clunky. It actually felt why great. Why do we need a Dead Space remake? Because the game... Actually, that's, that's a good point. We didn't need, we don't need a Dead Space remake, but it's fucking happening. You know what I mean? Um, so, so a couple of things, though. Um, I found like snooping around and trying to get information out of this. So um, this being announced on President's Day is mm. it, it can't be like for no reason right there has to be a reason for that it has to be like a hint in my opinion right ah it's resident Evil 4 it's resident right? Evil 4 it's right you know, yeah it's, leon it's, trying to save or the rescue president's the daughter. president's daughter like it it's, just it's sense. it's i'd be shocked i i wish though it was done like during like a like an e3 or something showing it you know like this is an announcement resident Evil. sure yeah this countdown doesn't do it for you because what's yeah what's gonna happen is if it's not it people are gonna get disappointed Sure. However, I see a couple Street Fighter dorks over here coming out of woodwork. Oh, and you're like, not. <laughs> well, they're I, saying I that the announcement ends right as the Capcom Cup exi- exhibition concludes that same that same day. So 
could this be a Street Fighter Six reveal? They updated the Resident. They're 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 going hard with the Resident Evil history and 25th anniversary and all this stuff. So I think it's more leaning toward Resident Evil. Would I be upset if it was Street Fighter? Yeah, but I'm not, it's because I'm not a Street Fighter guy. But if I was a Street Fighter guy, then I'd be fucking pumped. So right, right. Both ways, people win. Yeah, I'm hoping for the former, not the latter. But I think for me, I, I, I'm, I'm 100% on your take. Like, I would rather have a Resident Evil 4 remake, even though I'm not a huge, like, even though I'm, like, not really excited for a Resident Evil 4 remake, will I play it? Probably. But as far as a Street Fighter 6 uh, reveal, sounds cool. It, I mean, Street Fighter 6, that's great, right? But we're not the crowd for that um but it is time for a street fighter 6 it's been how long since street fighter 5 came out and that was like a ps5 ex- uh, PS- i don't even PlayStation remember exclusive. when it came out i i i lost i remember street fighter 4 coming out and that was like a big deal for people yeah i'm saying that correctly right street fighter 5 was exclusive to sony right or my tripping balls i don't think so ah, i thought it was capcom doesn't really be is not really I don't know. They're not, reason, they, they haven't been exclusive to Sony in a very long time. No, but I, I think there was like a partnership. I don't know. I don't remember. I don't know. Regardless, I think. Might have been a I time would, exclusive. Maybe. Maybe. Maybe that's what it was. Maybe it was a time exclusive. Yeah. yeah. But I can. So so here's my thing. So yeah, Resident Evil 4 would be cool. I would rather have that. Or like we were talking about a Resident Evil Village DLC, which I know you said they don't really do DLC like that. But that could be really cool. That can definitely get me going back into the game if I see that there's a really cool DLC that makes it worth my time, you know? When was the last time a DLC really was worth your time? Hmm. Well, you were probably the Final Fantasy one, right? Final yeah. Fantasy 7. That was, that was a good one. Especially at 15 bucks. Easy. Um, You're going to hate me for saying this, but Kingdom Hearts, Kingdom Hearts DLC was, just, was pretty dope. It was not... One, it was like one part that was really, really dope, but it was... Well, it's because you didn't try. Like, you just went... You just did that, and you didn't even try to... Did you Did you fight the, the bosses, like the end bosses? Yeah, I beat all of them. You beat all the DLC no, bosses? No, no, not those. Not those, yeah. Like, but it's like the, it's just the same thing over and over again. It's just you're just another... Wow. You're fighting the King boss again, Hearts but he's harder this time. literally looking for you right now. No, Jesus, it was trash DLC. Out, that was trash. That you DLC sucks. I don't know, man. All right. News number three here. CD Projekt Red releases the long-awaited update for PS for for consoles, basically. Um, so there's an update that goes live. Or it's already live. Well, yesterday was it? I think it was. Yesterday, yeah, it went live. And it actually has one of the best DualSense features. So, I mean, excited for PlayStation fans on the list. But let's get into the nitty gritties. Uh, so for PS4 and Xbox One update, new uh, we have new weapons, additional apartments for v uh hairdresser hairdressing mirror i don't this I don't is know an what update what's well, an update apparently we needed that in, in cyberpunk i don't get okay. it okay it uh, was in rebalance, the rebalance of gameplay economy and loot system that's that's worthwhile um as for this next gen consoles they all get the above and more so included uh ray tracing and local shadows that's cool uh various visual and quality improvements Spatial headphone audio for PS5, which is dope. This was already added for the Xbox in the previous update. And uh, improved crowd reactions and dual, dual sense control features. So what are the dual sense features? So you actually have, uh, yeah, you actually will feel the haptic difference between shooting guns. You will actually feel the knockback of a shotgun versus a revolver and the triggers, which really add to the immersion. 
Uh, weapon mods are also f uh, have feedback as well. One mod has electrical electricity, and each time the electricity surge, the controller vibrates to mimic it. That's pretty cool. Uh, for vehicles, you will now feel the gear shifting with a click and, and audio cues from the controller as you are accelerating. Those who purchase the PS4 and Xbox One version of the game, the next-gen update is free. Rob, what is your response to CD Projekt Red's update, and are they a little too late? I think the hype train for cyberpunk has left mm. i think they're a little too late if they would have done this maybe six months latest after that game release then i'd be like yeah this is awesome <clears throat> you got a lot of people having their new fresh ps5s and xbox series x's and they need games to play this would have been like the perfect addition to like go into cyberpunk and play on your new system. But it's just too late because there are so many games coming out now. Like you have, you're, you're going against horizon forbidden West. You're going against Elden ring. This is a bad time to release. That's, yeah. What a weird day it's to just, release it. Right. With knowing that Elden ring and horizon are right around the corner, right around the horizon, you know, like right. It's weird, well, but well, yeah. Will I ever go back to Cyberpunk? Maybe one day I'll go back because I, I didn't actually finish that game. I, I want to. I have it on PC. You have it on PC as well. Yeah. Um, so, but the thing that sucks is like, we don't. You don't get these features, like especially the dual sense. You don't actually get to experience that, which sounds pretty cool. Because PCs master race, right? You said it master yourself. Master race. PCs master race, man. No, no, it's not. It's terrible. Um, I. So I don't disagree with you, but I do disagree with you. I think yes, it's taken way too long for them to release this update and i feel like some of that hype has gone most of that hype has gone but i don't think all of that hype is completely gone i think there's still people that are very curious and very those people that didn't try the game because they saw all that negative feedback from everybody and they're like you know what i'm gonna wait i'm gonna wait till this game is actually better and they update this game i think those people that crowd they're probably stoked they're like oh they've updated this game this game pretty much released today or the day that it came out yesterday, that update. So maybe I should try it out. Maybe I should get that. Because there's some people that probably aren't into Horizon or probably aren't into Elden Ring. And they're like, oh, this is my jam. This is the type of game that I want to play. And they've updated it to where I can actually enjoy it. Let's go. You know what I mean? So I think that really speaks to a lot of people. And then for those that, like us, you and I, right, where we play the game and we were like, eh, there's a lot of there's a lot of bugs. It's kind of glitchy. It's like, eh, it's weird. We put it down and maybe this can kind of spark that initial reaction that we wanted to play the game before, right? And we're like, you know what? They've updated the game. Maybe we could try it out and see if it's actually better. Right. And essentially, if you want to try the game, you it's I'm pretty sure on PS4 and PS5 or Xbox Series uh, Series X, it's, well, I don't know if you can actually get it for PS5. Is there like a PS5 copy of Cyberpunk? I don't know. Don't that, so no, you have to upgrade your right. So you you go to Best Buy or you go wherever you go to the bin and you pick up Cyberpunk for like ten bucks. You automatically get the upgraded PS5 version for only. So you're essentially getting a pretty dope game for ten dollars on mm. PS5. Mm. So well, even that, I might even just go to Guest Buy and go to the bin and buy and buy Cyberpunk hard copy and upgrade it for 10 bucks. And see, this is the thing. I think that's what they wanted. You know, I think that's what they wanted. They were very hush-hush for a while, and now they kind of brought back some of that positive press from, from most uh, news outlets because this was like a shadow drop, right? Imagine if they 
announced this and said, oh, this is going to come out. This update's coming out in June. Like, people will still be ballistic because <laughs> that's like, what the fuck are you waiting for? Release this shit now. Like, so I'm glad they actually shadow dropped this. I'm like, hey, it's out now. Try it out. Let us know how it is. Yeah. I think they did. They made the best out of a bad situation with mm-hmm. doing the, the drop the way they dropped it. But I, I personally think it's a little too late as far as the hype train goes. Yeah. I, people I, I, capture the people where, yeah. So I, I see where you're going with that. I, I, I agree. But I think there's, it's not too late to, to actually re, rejuvenate that spark for some people, you know. And then who, who knows? Maybe doing this, releasing this update can very well give them good press and actually, I mean, they sold well. This game sold over 8 million copies. So they're, they're not worried in that aspect. Did they lose money? Sure, right? But I can, I can definitely see them trying to gain that goodwill to kind of gain a little bit more of that money that was lost. And maybe from here on out, we can start seeing updates that can help not just the game, but like do more DLC stuff that can bring people into the game more. You know? No, I definitely, I definitely hear you. But you're oh, right, I thought you were gonna agree with me. Like, no, I don't. I no, don't no, 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 no. I, I, I understand that this is giving people a, a reason to pick up Cyberpunk again. Which, like I said, I might do it. Not, not this week. Not next week. Yeah, yeah. Week before, but maybe in a month, I'd be like, "Yeah, I want to go. I'm gonna try Cyberpunk out." So we'll have to see, man. Before we get into uh, news number four, I forgot to talk to you about. I want to talk to you about this in the beginning. Did you hear about this game called Martha Is Dead? I saw you post about it, and I was yes. very confused. It's something about the censorship of it. Yes. So I wanted to talk to you about that because that seemed like a very cool game, at least for me. I'm. I know you're not into like horror games, right? But I this game them. looks like very dark. And so I found this game. I was like searching. I don't know what I was searching on the web here. And I saw that Sony was like removing uh, certain censorship of this game. And I'm like, oh, that's cool. Like, why? So I clicked on that. And apparently um, the game is called Martha is Dead. And they're removing a certain scene, a specific scene. It's just a, like a quick time event. It's, they're not removing the entire scene itself. But basically what you're doing is you're cutting off someone's face. And you're you're actually doing the sequence of like cutting someone's oh, face off. Oh, that's very dark. Yeah, I did very dark, it. very disturbing. Um, but the only person that's doing that, the only company is doing that, Sony. So I was like, that's weird, that's strange, but I kind of see why they're doing it. But nobody else is doing it. PC, so it's going to be for Steam and Xbox, but no, nobody else is doing it except Sony. So that kind of caught my attention, and I'm like, all right, well, this looks dark as shit. I'm I'm all for it. When is it coming out? It's coming out the 28th. I'm sorry. Uh, I think it's coming out the 24th. The 24th. The 24th. How much you think? How much is going to be? Is it like a, like Steam? Like, it's probably. I don't know. I don't know. I have no idea. But I'm going to have a, you buy it and so you here's tell the me thing. how it is. How about that? Here's the thing. So how about if you want? How about this? How about since you didn't give us the unveil of the um the gauntlet, right? The the Infinity Stone gauntlet. How about you actually? I want to watch you like live record this. Like, I want to watch you like stream this shit. <laughs> I I need to see you like shit your pants, basically. Resident Resident Evil is is a stretch for me. Really, the, the baby scene. What that was a that that's that's as that was very hard for me to do. Just saying. Hey, I could let the viewers decide, and I could be like, you know, put put a post, put a poll on Twitter, and be like, hey, I, I should have recorded that night when I did that <laughs> when I was that part with the baby. I should have recorded that. You didn't part. know that was gonna happen. That I was. was I, I, I shit my pants, dude. I was shitting my pants. I was white like a ghost playing that entire 
like that's what I'm saying. Like Dead Space, that, that kind of thing. Resident Evil, that that's pushing it for me. That, I, but so I you want don't think to you can manage uh, Martha is dead. I want to try that game. Out. I think it looks really cool. You'd have to be like on the other line. I can't just play it by myself. Like, what if we play it together? We could play it together, or, or you can watch me play it. I could watch you play it. Yeah, that I'll do that. I'll watch you play. I don't know if I'll actually be able to sit down. Put you literally can't sit down and just watch me play the game. I can watch you play. The, I'll watch you play the game. All right, all right. We'll think about all it. Right, all right. News number four here: Netflix is making a Bioshock movie. So the company said on Twitter, quote, Netflix, 2K, and Take-Two Interactive are partnering to produce a film adaptation of the re-owned, renowned video game franchise, Bioshock, end quote. Um, and we also get an announcement for a third Sonic the Hedgehog um, game, uh, I'm sorry, film, which is already in development alongside a Knuckles live-action Paramount Plus series with Idris Elba reprising his role. So I just added the the whole Sonic part there because it's kind of like, you know, kind of same thing. So, uh, Rob, what do you think about the whole Bioshock movie? Bioshock is a six series. Everyone loves Bioshock. They, I don't know it has enough content to actually become a live action show. Like, I don't know how they're going to do the live action show just because hmm. is it going to just be in a world where you inject stuff and you get magic powers and stuff? That that could be kind of cool. Sure. Um, but I, I see Bioshock going both ways. I'd see either being like pretty good or it's not that good. I don't think it's going to be like awful, but I don't, I, I don't, I don't want to go ahead and say it's going to be amazing yet. Oh yeah. Potential. Sure. Potential will be amazing. Potential. But it also has a t- potential to be kind of meh. We've been on a streak lately these past couple of years where video game adaptations have been not amazing, right? But they have been watchable. Oh, and it's, it's a net, it's Netflix too. Netflix. Mm. It's Netflix. That's not bad. Why is that a bad thing? I feel like when Netflix takes this stuff, it does not do name but one. Yeah, actually, no, I already know. I don't. I got a list ready for you. <laughs> um, but but, I, but I, this I, is not just Netflix. Take two and two uh, K are, are involved. You know? This is the problem. Film adaptation. When it's a movie, I get very skeptical. I has I for some reason just for some reason movies don't do well as well as a show like The Witcher. The Witcher they killed it because it's a show versus a movie. You're jamming all that lore, all that stuff that happens in a 12-hour game into 2 hours. How much Not, lore is there in in BioShock though? Let's be honest. I mean there's three games, right? There's there's yeah. three full games collectively if each game is you know 12 hours long at least a couple of a couple of uh all i'm saying is i i don't expect this to be extravagant i just expect it to i just want to be in that world because i think like you said bioshock has one of the best like moments in, in, in gaming history it, right where you like the first part in bioshock one right where you're going into like right deep, right right you know that was really cool like i i want to see those elements kind of built upon in the movie part of it and I wonder how they're going to actually make that like underwater scene. Like, how is that going to like, I, I'm, I'm excited to see what they can do with it. Basically, They got to use actual like actors. They can't use B-list actors that you don't know. They have to use actual people that you care about. Um, yeah. And I have a confession to make. I actually have never beaten a Bioshock game. Oh, I'm right there with you. I don't, I haven't, I've played a lot of one. I've never beat it. And then from there I lost, um, I never played two. I never played three. So. Oh, actually, yeah. I think I did play three. I've played one. I've played. I didn't play two. I've played three. 
Mm. What do you think of three? I, three has a I, lot of mixed reactions. I, I like. have three on on Steam for PC. Mm. I just have to I just have to lock back in and play it and beat it. But I just haven't had a drive to do it. But one maybe one day, maybe before this comes out, I'll actually maybe with the uh, Steam Deck you'll be able to uh, play. Mm, there ah, you go. Look at you. All right. Yeah. Well, so speaking of B list actors, like. This he's not a B-list actor, but what do you think of uh switching gears over to Sonic third movie iteration? What do you think? Like, why are they announcing this now? Like, I know they do that sometimes, but Sonic Two hasn't even released yet. They just they're just that they confident just that Sonic Two gonna is going to be knock it out of the park. Yeah, I mean, if they shot it similar in a similar sense of Sonic One and Sonic the Hedgehog, the first one was well received. Mm. You know, and they kind of want to good too. Yeah, like trailer, it does see the trailer. I'm I want I'm excited to see it. Like I, I actually want to see this movie. Um and then the Knuckles show. That's sick. That's sick. I was gonna talk to you about that with the with Idris. That that to me, I can see that being like another like Witcher, like how popular that could be. You know what I mean? If they do a whole series with just Knuckles and like Knuckles seems pretty dope as it yeah, is. Yeah, they like picked right an now, awesome like, person to play. Awesome, Knuckles. awesome actor. Perfect. So I can imagine this doing great numbers for them. So we'll have to see, but I'm excited. I think so far Paramount ha- has been doing a great job with like releasing shows and releasing kind of like movies and stuff. So and mad. Think, why? Why not? So I was going to cancel my Paramount Plus subscription because, you know, we all have these a million subscriptions to everything. And I was yeah, like, yeah. Uh, football season's over. I don't really need Paramount Plus anymore because that's how I like watch most of the games. Hmm. Of course, they come out with the Halo oh, yeah. series. So I'm like, well, can uh, I keep this? Can't cancel, can't cancel it now because I got to watch that. And then now they're coming out with Knuckles. I'm like, well, I can't cancel it now because I got to watch Knuckles. So they just they just get them. They just get you. Yeah. Yeah. I don't have Paramount Plus. Um, Eileen, my sister-in-law, she just removed HBO Max, which we were we were stealing for a while. So mm. shout outs to her for taking that out. I'm still I'm stealing. Oh, damn shots fired. I'm, I'm stealing a <laughs> Paramount. Uh, yeah, I'm stealing HBO. I think Crunchyroll. I think I'm stealing. A you Crunchyroll. have Crunchyroll? I need Crunchyroll. Yeah. Huh? Yeah, I need that. I need that. It's good. It's good. Damn it. All right. Well, Rob, this has been the news for this week. Let's get into our same segment, but new name called Endgame Chat. All right. So we uh, this is just PTG Talks, just with a new slap of a name. Uh, Endgame Chat is the name of it now. Uh, new name, same format, so don't worry about that. So in this week's topic, we're going to be talking about Elden Ring. So, Rob, let's just go right into it. Quick question for you right now. Do you think making Elden Ring accessible to a wider audience is interfering with the, the developer's creative vision? And I say that because uh, there, there's always a lot of talks when Elden Ring or um, when Soul games come out, right? Like, or at least closer to when they're coming out because the, the accessibility to those games are very hard to get into, right? A lot of people have difficulties playing that game mostly because it's very difficult to get into, right? And not everyone has the ability to play games like we, like you and I have, right? So that 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 topic always starts to spark when games like Souls, like Bloodborne and um, Elden Ring, now for example, are, are coming out. So a lot of people are talking, hey, like they should make an easy mode. They like why why isn't this installed? Like why isn't this implemented now by with Souls games? So what do you think? Do they do you think this will interfere with the creative minds of of the developers? Um. 
I'll give you a selfish answer first. Fuck them. Oh game's too hard for God, you. Jesus. The game's too hard for you. Sorry. Like, get good. Like, I'm sorry. Like, like then it's not the game for you. It's so just- then let me let me dial that back. Those people I get. What about those people that are not able to play those games due to a disability? That's different. That's that's completely different. So then you think that they shouldn't? There like- are people that can beat that. <laughs> okay, here. There are people. First of all, can- what are you holding? What is that? This? What is that? <laughs> the fuck is that? It's like a fidget toy, but <laughs> fucking it's, Jesus! It's, it's 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 peanuts. It looks like a like a, a, a penis, Rob. At least yeah. in my angle. Here. And then it's like little nuts in there, and like Jesus Christ! Oh my! It's God. like a fidget toy, but it's like it's a peanut. Okay, all right. Oh, you keep. <laughs> I keep I'll keep fidgeting my nuts. nuts. Yeah, fiddling my nuts. Um, <laughs> <laughs> You're just Anyways. like throwing it to the fucking camera, like the fuck? It's my nuts, man. Look at my little nuts. <laughs> Two peas in a pie. Um, <laughs> God damn it. Um, but yeah, I just there are people that play Dark Souls using just their toes on keyboard to be Dark Souls. Okay, so is that is that real? Like I, I know I've seen people play with their feet, but like Dark Souls. Yes, I, there's people that beat Dark Souls. With a Guitar Hero controller. I mean, they're, there's they're another person that beats Dark Souls with the fucking Donkey Kong bongos. <laughs> That's ridiculous. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Like, yes, obviously make the game more accessible for people with disabilities to play. But I feel like that's more on the developers to create the items to put the inputs in. Right? Well, that's the thing. That's what we're asking. Do you think that's something that they should be implementing? Because as, as of right now, as far as I know, Souls games don't have anything that really is able to appease to the to that audience. Well, it's just inputs, right? So if you connect a controller that accepts this input, then the movement's going to be the same as if you're holding a controller in your hand, right? So I, I, I guess they don't need to in a sense, because mm. they should already have those things accessible for everyone, right? Yeah. When, you, when you're creating I'm, a game. Um, go ahead. I, you could say the same for, like, Guitar Hero. Mm. Mm. Should they make those more accessible so everyone can play Guitar Hero? Mm. Yeah, it, it gets it gets kind of iffy there, right? Because there's I don't I feel like there's no right or wrong answer in this, right? Where... Mm-hmm. I, I get from software because from software, they're it, it, what they have there is a game loop that they're trying to push upon care, uh, um, gamers, right? Where it's a try, try again until you successfully beat that part, and then wow. when you beat that part uh, or that boss or that level, then you feel accomplished. You have some sort of like, oh wow, I did this. Right, I, it, right. it took me twenty times, but I actually finally did this. So I get that part. Um, and then there's other developers like uh naughty dog when they made last of us 2 and they implemented a shit ton of like accessibility um features options and stuff like that for those that are, are you know severely blind or you know colorblind things like that that helped kind of navigate them to a better experience with last of us 2 so um, just for the record i didn't know you were talking about people that have disabilities as far as that go and so i retract when i said fuck them i thought you meant people that Think the game's too hard. Can't well, play the game. It, well, it, well, it kind of 
kind of goes in together because although those people are just complaining, oh yeah, like you know, this game is too hard, make it easy. But there's also another side of the crowd that says, oh yeah, this game is too hard, I can't play this game, right? So does it benefit from software to make uh, either an easy mode or something that can help? With then you're not experiencing the game the way it was supposed to be designed, right? And that's where I want to get at, right? Because uh, there's a quote here that I found from uh, Screen Rant. It says, quote, The unforgiving nature of From Software games like Elden Ring is part of the game's very identity. Adding in an easier difficulty isn't the answer because that's that can fundamentally change the intent of experience. So right there, I think that's a great quote because it is exactly why From Software builds the games the way they do, right? They build these games around difficulty in mind, right? So that it puts you in the experience, right? And you have to overcome those difficulties. And if you remove that part, you, you're fundamentally, you're, you're taking the fundamentals of the game away. And, and that's kind of like where I want to get at. So there's ways that they are actually changing that and giving care or, or players a better experience not just by making the game easier right because they don't have a difficulty setting but they're doing things that will kind of benefit everyone in, in the long run right so i uh, have a few things here they have uh fewer bosses that were required to finish the game so more like optional bosses so that way you're not fighting like boss after boss in order for you to finish the game um similar and similar to npc phantoms in previous games elden ring will allow you to collect spirits from um, defeated enemies and will allow you to summon them at specific locations to help in battle so kind of like the times like we've played bloodborne right you just kind of summon you i think what they're trying to do here is make it a little bit easier so that you can have somebody else come play and then hopefully beat the boss that you're stuck at right um, another one here is allowing you to traverse through the open world map with your horse is a stress reliever right from traveling to long distances so the horse is actually something that they implemented so that you're not traversing through the land like for you know for miles and then you f end up fighting a, an enemy and then you die and that's just causing you more headaches because you just want to get to a certain point like you have this horse that takes you from point a to point b and that is a sense of like a stress reliever right and then last thing here is day and night cycles that won't change the placement or the amount of enemies during different times um, so if you die from an enemy, the game allows you to respawn near the area of your death, making traveling less of a chore. So what I'm trying to get at with this is that although they're not doing what everyone wants them to do, which is simply, oh, make the game easier, they're trying to implement ways so that it is a little bit easier for everyone. Because at, to be honest, like you said, you were 100% correct. This game is not for everyone, nor can it be for everyone. So what they're trying to do is implement things that can make it somewhat easier, but still keeping the core audience happy, right? I think with the horse thing, that's just going to make people more distracted. Because now, with the Dark Souls games and the Bloodborne game, and the Soul, you know, the Bloodborne Souls games, the map was kind of connected. You'd open mm. the passageway, take you this part of the map. You go underground here. It'll, you, you'll, you'll turn back to this town that you started from the beginning. Uh, that's a big charm of the game. Finding all these hidden passages and easier routes to get to that point. And then once you're far enough in the game, you know what routes to take to get you to that point. Right. I think the horse is going to be, in a sense, a distraction because now that you have a mount 
instead of going to where you're supposed to go, you're going to go explore more somewhere over there. You might get killed fighting someone that you weren't really supposed to fight yet and get obliterated. And then you're, and then, then you're, you're stuck at, at point A again, where, well, I want to beat this guy, but I can't. Now I have to go back here. It might lead to more frustration than there. That's my take on it. Honestly. Um, I think the main reason why people love those soul games and why it became so popular is because of how hard the game is. Mm -hmm. People, you lost words. I I see what they're trying to do. I see what they're trying to do, but leave it alone. Leave it alone. Leave the way it's supposed to be played. Leave the way that people love. And I get, I get it. So you have to, you have to evolve. You have to implement new things, right? That's just a mantra for everyone, right? Look at Pokemon, right? It's, right? They didn't evolve. They kept the same. Then people would stop playing it. But Dark Souls is a little different, right? Like people play this game because they like the difficulty and they like the lore. They like the 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 centerpiece mm-hmm. of the game. So if they start changing it too much, it's going to become something entirely different, and it's not the same game. Right. Yeah. And and. I just want to make it clear. I don't want to make it seem like I don't want them to add accessibility to the game. I just don't think making a easy mode or a, or medium mode for this game makes sense. Like I said before, right in that quote, um, adding things to help improve players' experience, like what they're doing right now, I think that's that's a big thing for them, and I think they should continue doing that. But keep it keep the core audience in mind because that is what that's your bread and butter, right? And I think as long as they keep that going, I mean, you're not going to please everybody. Unfortunately, this is not going to be a game for everyone. And if it's something that you can't manage, um, then there's other games for you. There's other games that you can try out and, and play. And it, it should, but, but what I'm... There's other games, there's games for that are not for me. You know what I mean? Like they're just like, there's games that are not for you, right? You're not the audience for this game. Just like right. this is not the audience for everyone. Yeah. And I, I just want to make sure that we, we make that clear. Like, it's not like, oh, like they, they should make this easy because I have no hands to play this game. Like, no, that's not what we're trying to say. I think things like, oh, well, I am colorblind. Do they even have a colorblind feature where they can change? Like, things like that would help benefit players that are in that, you know, disability form be able to play this and experience this game much more, right? And then adding to what they're doing now with Elden Ring, making it a little bit more easier for those that are complaining, oh, this game is too hard. Like, those are things that can ease them into this game and potentially finish the game or even be close to finishing the game. You know, that's something that help improve the audience retention, basically. Anything yeah. else to say? No, I, I agree with what, what you said here. Like I said, make the game more accessible to people that want to play the game yeah like more uh better quality of life things essentially exactly quality of life things yeah and i think that's great that they're actually listening to the audience and well i don't think the audience is really i don't think the audience is the one complaining about this but just people in general i think they're listening to feedback and and getting information that they can again like you said kind of grow as the time goes so that they can have uh more you know more people to persuade to kind of get into their games you know so that's just my take on it yeah so i mean don't change dark souls never change okay that's that that's it <laughs> just don't fucking change the game. Yeah, like, that's, leave, that's, leave that's, it my, that's my take on it yeah so are you, you're 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 excited for Elden Ring, right like, this is gonna be like your jam for for quite a few weeks right 
Uh, yeah, Elden Ring will, will be the jam. Uh, I don't know if I'm still if it's gonna top Bloodborne. I don't know if it'll top that game. So. Uh, so far, Bloodborne and uh, Dark Souls Three have probably been my two iterations of the Soul game, Souls mm-hmm. games. Um, I like the centerpiece of this game. It looks pretty sick. I'm worried a little bit about the open worldness of it. But why are you I'm, so worried about that? I feel like that is a, a welcome experience for me. Uh, and I'm not because, a huge like open world guy. Yeah, open world. I don't like open world games as much because it's becoming a norm now, and it's very easy to become distracted from completing a game when there's so many games out right now that you want to get your hands out and play. So the guy that collected all the Pokemon from Pokemon Arceus. I mean, it's it's different, right? That's 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 <laughs> actually how you beat the game. Uh, yeah. The main goal of the game is to complete the Pokedex. What did I do? Fucking complete the Pokedex because I'm a Pokemon master. Right. But yeah, you know, you have to go. I, did I beat all? Okay, there's a difference here. Mm. I didn't complete a side quest. I didn't complete all side quests. Right. I just co- completed all. I just captured all the Pokemon. The side quests that are meant to distract you from the game and create the game to to make the game longer, essentially spend more yeah. time lollygagging within this world. Mm-hmm. That's what I don't want. I don't want that. I want to be able to like, I point a and point B. If there's a couple of cool things along the way, fine, but I don't want to spend eight hours helping John be someone find their lost sheep. Like I'm not, I'm not about that life anymore. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, fuck John. Well, yeah. I think eldering is going to be interesting because I think that they're doing just that because it looks like if, like, the, like I mentioned before, the optional bosses. If you're sidetracking, right, you're gonna find an optional boss somewhere, and you're like, "Fuck!" Like, I, I gotta beat this guy. Like, he just whooped my ass. Like, I need to kick his ass. You're spending three or four hours trying to kill him, and and now you're not even in the main path. Yeah, but the now. reward is one. The reward is you beat the boss. You feel like a badass. Mm-hmm. Two, you might get a sick piece of armor that actually helps you a lot in the game. Yeah, yeah, so, that's true. Yeah. That is the point of, and that's that's the whole thing with like Skyrim too, right? You venture off into Skyrim, but there's that that thing where like I might get something really good here. I might right. get something good. Yeah. That's the difference, which I feel like a lot of games have lost throughout the years. Mm. Being open world is too too much emphasis on fetch quest, fetch quest, fetch quest. Yep, and not enough on the quality side quest that makes you wonder and you know. What what happens after this? What if I go here? You know, so right, right. I hear you. We'll have to wait and see. We don't have to wait long though, because that game comes out what the twenty eighth. So like next, next week. week, let's fucking go, uh, ladies and gentlemen. If you enjoyed what you've heard today, head on over to our website, our brand new website, gamingduopod.com, and give us a follow. Leave a review. Let us know how how it is. Uh, this helps our podcast get noticed in the algorithm. So please check that out. Um, along with the website, we will be having a merchandise store later this year, so stay tuned for that. Uh, Rob, anything else before we leave? Not to, again, like Kelvin said, check out the website. We, all the podcasts are all there, all the episodes, all of our YouTube stuff is all there as well. Um, and yeah, just click that little follow button. There's a little follow button on top of the website. Click that, and it'll pop up with all the different uh, podcast services, so whichever one you use, go on there. And give us a five star rating. That really does help um, us get noticed. And yeah, and we have again. We know we said we have exciting stuff for you. Uh, we did before we did the name change, but we still have exciting stuff coming up Just in the next going. coming weeks. Just Actually, next week I 
will not be here. Mm. I will be on vacation. So Kelvin is going to be doing the podcast all by himself. All by myself. All by himself. He's going to be talking to himself. But no, our good friend. We can't Evan, do it by ourselves. Come no, on. You no, know, no, this is a gaming duel. duel you know what I mean? We have to have somebody too. So we have our friend Kevin Fairbrother who uh, has binge-worthy gaming. He is a creator of that YouTube channel. He's been on the show twice before. This will be his third time. He is actually going to guest host in my place. So that's going to be pretty exciting stuff. The double Kevs, you know what I mean? Like, let's go. It's yeah. perfect. Yeah, perfect. It's going to be great. So, um, And then even after that, we're going to have you exciting stuff. So just just, just exciting stuff on the Stick horizon, Stick around guys. if you want to get in the know with everything. Again, check out our website, GamingDuelPod.com, and follow us on streaming services, on social media to get the news. Rob, this was fun. I liked it. It was, it was a good episode. Yeah, no, no, for sure. Uh, and again, for all of our listeners, if you want to be on the podcast, please let us know. Just now you have us. a now you have an actual place. Now you have a to place to go and know. do it. Just you know I mean? sign a form up. Be like, hey, I want to be a guest, and be like, all right, yeah, come on, and we'll yeah. have let's have a game, let's have a conversation. That's all we want. Like, we just want to talk about games. You just want to talk about games. That's all we do. I wish that's all, all right. we do. I wish. I, I wish. know, right? That'd be nice, dude. Yeah. All right, guys. Until next time. Catch you guys later. Thank you.